Blog Talk Radio. You're all I've ever wanted, but I'm terrified of you. Seek my castle may be haunted, but I'm terrified of you. I've cast my spell on millions, but I'm terrified of you. Baby, I do this from the ceiling, but I'm terrified of you. I wait my whole life to fight the right one. Then you come along and that freaks me out. So I'm frightened. Ooh, Dracula's run. Never ran from no one, but I'm terrified of you. See, my heartbeat is a slow one, but I'm terrified of you. I've been around for ages, but I'm terrified of you. Run my thing across the stage, but yet I'm terrified of you. I'm with my whole life. I the right one. Then you come along and that freaks me out I want to fight Dracula's wedding uh, You know I'm terrified uh, You know I'm terrified You know I'm Happy Sunday. How's everyone doing? If you can hear me clearly, then please comment below. Okay. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Spirit Talk with Jade on Vibe Radio. Um, Tonight, I have a very special episode. I will be talking about the very haunted Hinsdale House. Um, near Olean, New York, and um, I've been investigating the place since 2008, and um, so I'll be talking about some of my spookiest experiences and stuff, but first, so guys, I have a lot of notes here, so if I'm rummaging through them, my bad, if I'm rummaging through them, then Sorry about that, but let me just start by saying I am Jade. I am a psychic medium and a paranormal investigator. 
I am with an awesome team in Buffalo, New York called Ghost Stories, Fact and Fiction, or GSFF. And if you are not already following them on Facebook, um, please go follow them now. We are also on TikTok, and I will post their group link um, after the show is done. So, so like I said, this show is especially for the Haunted Hinsdale House. Um, I would just like to thank Dan. Oh, I have to shut that window. Can you come shut this window? It's really loud. Sorry, there are cars going by. Thanks. <laughs> um, this show means a lot to me. Um, as a psychic medium, as a human being, um, the Hinsdale House has personally been one of the most life-changing and um, intense spiritual experiences that I've ever had. Um, so anyway, so I just want to thank Dan. Thank you, Daniel Class, who is the owner of the Hinsel House, for um, allowing me to do this episode and trusting me to talk about the property that you own and... Um, um, I have a lot of merchandise from him. I'll, I'll, I don't know if you can see that, but I have a Hensel House hoodie. I have a hat. I have a lot of T-shirts. Um, if you would like to buy any merchandise from them, I will tell you the address, the um, website now, uh, com. So... All right, guys. Um, let's see. So as a psychic medium, I have been investigating this place since 2008, and this was right in the early years of my investigating places. So I was not prepared for it at all, but I will tell you that I have been going there since 2008. And I'm just going to go over a little bit of the history of the house, Um from and what I've written down is based on what I know, plus based on um, just stuff that I've looked up. I've really, I'm really into history, and I've really looked up this place. Hey, Annie. Hey, Sue. Steph. Hey. So <clears throat> let's just get into the history of the house first, okay? Before I tell you any of my experiences. So the land base, the land that the house is built on dates back to 1701. The house is located at 3830 McMahon Road in Hinsdale, New York. Hey, Annie. <laughs> um, it is an old farmhouse. And the home itself was built in 1858, 1853, I'm sorry, I don't know why I said that. The property was owned by the McMahon family for 100 years. We're just going to get into the spooky stuff because that's why we're all here, right? The history is going to kind of go kind of bounce back and forth because um, when you're in spirit and you 
time is not a thing. So if I so I'm gonna bounce around, but it'll all come together. Hey, Brandy, <laughs> Elizabeth, hi. In April, in April of 1974, a family of six, including four children, underwent a fully sanctioned Catholic ritual done by a priest. His name was Father Alphonsus. He was a teacher at St. Bonaventure University. There was an exorcism at this home. He was extensively trained in the rite of exorcism. I'm just going to name, I'm just going to list a bunch of the history of this home, and then I'm going to explain to you what has happened to me there and what I've confirmed as a psychic medium. During the exorcism in 1974, the walls shook screams were heard throughout the home. Um, an Indian massacre took place took place on the Hinsdale property and it is said that it is a mass grave of over 800 plus Native Americans. And we all know that burial grounds are not a good place to <laughs> to build a home but Since then, several remains of Native Native Americans and tribal relics of theirs have been found. Okay, so we're just going to skip ahead. So I just have like a list of um, history here. So for all of you who know Lorraine Warren, she act- she actually visited this home, um, and I'll be honest, I'm not sure which year, I'm not sure why, I have an idea. I know that they only went to um, extremely haunted locations. She was there, and she said that in the most haunted room of the house, which is Mary's room, which I will get into more after, she said she was strangled in there. Lorraine Warren said that she was strangled in that room. And I can personally say the room that she's talking about, I've tried to sleep in, and the same exact thing happened to me. I could not sleep. I thought that, I honestly thought to myself, I well, I felt strangled, but I'm like, if I try to sleep in this room overnight, I'm going to get possessed, and I'm, it's not going to be good. So I literally switched rooms. We will get into Mary's room later. But Lorraine Warren has been there, and I will say that I'm positive that if there are any, you know, there's a real haunting connected to this. Yes. Rest in peace, Lorraine Warren. Okay. Other past history of, of the location. A pregnant woman was said to have been hung on a tree on on the property and they said her name is Elizabeth. Um apparently they thought that she was 
unwed and pregnant and um they killed her for that but that has been pretty much proven and i'm going to get into elizabeth a little bit later in the conversation because as a medium i have communicated so there was a pregnant woman hung on the property from a tree there has multiple car accidents um this dates back to from whenever um just unexplainable like brand new cars have accidents either on the way there or on the way back um do they think she was a witch no annie um they did not think any uh annie i said your name elizabeth was a witch they just thought that she was uh pregnant out of wedlock so they hung her there um there have been reports of temporary possessions on the property and i can attest to this for myself um i will get into that again later <laughs> um okay there have been an un- unnatural amount death of pets on the property once they have gone in mary's room they would usually die about three months later just healthy pets it just happened or um pets would run into normal pets you know uh i believe it was a german shepherd just ran into the back of a moving truck on the property it's yeah it's really intense so an unnatural amount of animals have died on that property um before their time there have been ufo sightings Yes, there have been alien sightings there and let me just get into this because I'm really realizing that so places like the Hinsdale house are just portals of energy and aliens are drawn to that and I personally haven't seen any alien activity there but the family that lived there in the in the 1970s has seen a UFO there and that makes complete sense like um aliens are drawn to the same energy basically as um spirits are they are on a different plane than we are Hudson Valley <laughs> hold on Annie <laughs> so all right hold on guys all right this home is known for intense um poltergeist activity I will give you two stories that I know of the family that lived there in the in the 70s um a, a mom and dad and four children the the boy was in his room and he had some games um put up on a shelf that is still at the house if you go there they're they're on a shelf it's a sturdy shelf and he said that one night um the games just fell on top of him and he said that to his mom he said i had papers on top of those games and the papers didn't fall but the games fell so that was um poltergeist activity at the Hensel house um um there has been several times where the um the burners on the stove had 
had turned on randomly and like that's a danger to them. So that's kind of a scary thing, but I'll bring, I'll, I'll bring that up because I know that that was important to the family, but um, the burners on the stove would randomly turn on and they would also randomly wake up with burns. Um, I know that the father, um, I think this was after the exorcism, things have calmed down for a little bit. I've seen the bathroom door open. Hold out. After the exorcism, I think things were calm for a little bit, but then um, the father of the family went upstairs and he saw a book floating in midair, you know, a book just floating midair, and he hollered and he said that it dropped. It just fell to the ground. So he knew at that point that the exorcism didn't work at that home. Um, Let's just talk a little bit more about the history of the place, and then I just want to get into some of my experiences there. So um, full-blown apparitions of spirits have been seen there. Um, I'll just mention him. Um, Paul... Kenyon, he was he he was a change. Guys, I'm hearing stuff. Whenever I talk about this, I get like I just I don't know. Spirits try to interrupt me or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm hearing stuff right now. Um, Paul Kenyon was a teenager at at the time when the family was going through their um extensive haunting and um he i think he was friends with the oldest son and so he was there a lot and he ended up writing a book and i'm going to show you guys you know they're here by paul kenyon um i recommend getting all their books on this place and if you if you're interested like there's just a lot of details that I think you'd find out. I also have um, Dan's book. I put myself up there. The Hinsdale House, An American Haunting. This is Dan's book on the house. Daniel Class. Again, um, you can purchase this on his website. I think the Paul Canyon book, he has it somewhere else. I also, um, so Clara Dandy, the woman who lived there in the 1970s. She also wrote a book called Echoes of a Haunting. And I have it, but I, like, lent it to somebody, and they, like, didn't give it back. (laughs) But I do have it, like, on my phone um, in the Google Books. But anyways, I really recommend, if you're interested in this uh, location, I recommend reading those books because those are from people who were there when stuff happened, you know. But, um, all right. So, full-blown apparitions. Okay, I'll get into that. Um, a man shot his brother in cold blood on the property. There was a stagecoach route, a stagecoach route there. And I will get into that in one minute because there's more to it. Um, so, during the exorcism with um, Father Alphonsus 
1974, he had a world-renowned psychic with him. His name was Alex Tanis. And Alex Tanis observed this Hinsdale House property, and he looked at the family who was living there in the 1970s, and he said, did you know that there was a mass murder here? Now, I read you guys the history. Let me just get into some of my experiences. So I first found the house in 2008, and I was already a paranormal investigator then. I had all the equipment and stuff, but I, I've said this in another podcast. I was not prepared for what the Hinsdale House had to offer. <laughs> Yet at the same time, this episode of this podcast means so much to me because that house has changed my life. So let's get into it. Okay, I already went over this, but I'm trying to compile all my experiences in this one podcast just so, I, I mean, even for me to just look look back on to, to add on to what I'm learning about the place. Okay, so I, so I hear, so I had been paranormal ex- experimenting <laughs> for a few years, and then it was 2008, and I end up hearing about this house in Buffalo. I said this in another podcast. And I heard that there was some exorcism there. And so I went there. And then my my first time there was more intense than any paranormal experience that I had ever had. I, like I said, I um I ended up fainting. I, I fainted. I saw like a 12 foot tall black figure. I, it was really intense. I had never experienced anything like it. And so, okay. So that happened. So then after that, I pretend like I never went to this house. Like it was too much for me. I, I knew that I psychically, psychic abilities, but at the time, I had no idea what they were for, and the fact that I experienced something so insane, just, I just wanted to forget it at the time, so, so anyways, so I do other stuff with my life, I go to, like, Bible college, I, um, I don't know, I just do other stuff with my life, and then, let's see, a few years ago, I met back up with the owner of the Hinsdale House, Daniel Class, and he asked me if I wanted to go back. I said yes, because I felt like I had unfinished business there, and I, I, I didn't tell him at the time, but um, when I first started going to the Hinsdale House, I used to have this um, repeated dream where I would see this girl, and she would be looking out a specific window, and she would be not only warning me, warning me about the place, but telling me to come back. So after a few years of having my own paranormal investigating team and whatever, I went off to school 
and then and then I got in touch with Dan, and then I ended up going back to the house. Oh my so first, I started going back to the house by myself, and I was doing this because my grandparents had died in 2016, and um, I had already been you know, getting back to exploring the 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 other side. So um but it was crazy because I always felt like this one place that the Hinsdale house was always calling me back. And I was like, I'm gonna return there one day, blah blah blah. So then so anyways, so then I go back to the place. So then I go back to Hinsdale. I end up talking to the owner and he's like, Well do you want to come back? I'm like, sure um, at this point, since my grandparents had passed away, I'd gotten, um, like, a, I just, my mediumship abilities had just skyrocketed, and, um, and I also felt like God wanted me to go there. So, I ended up going, and, oh my guys, I just want to make sure... This stuff means a lot to me. I just want to make sure I'm just, I I don't want to give too much information. So, <laughs> hold on. Okay. So, I ended up connecting to one of the spirits who lived at the Hinsdale house and died, I believe, at the hands of the Hinsdale house. And um, this girl, she came through to me more than I would have liked her to, but I got to know her. And um, I'm not going to say her name, but all right. I'll, I guess I'll just throw this out there right now. So I know that, that the Hinsdale house is known for, you know, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, oh, there's a lot of evil spirits there, blah, blah, blah. Yes, there is. And I'll just say, first of all, do not focus on those. <laughs> focus on the ones that are good. I'll just throw this out there right now. Um, you know, I feel like that house is literally a portal. And since there are so many Native Americans buried there, I think that's what started it all. If you ask me as a medium, I think that they may have cursed the land so that no matter who moves in there or ever resides on that property will be cursed. And I do believe that they cursed the land in the 1700s. That is my opinion as psychic. I I might be wrong. (laughs) But I'm just saying, I think that's kind of where it started. But also... There's something with the land, maybe because it is a burial ground. I think that because of that, that opens some sort of portal. And I'm I'm, I'm just going to be honest. There is definitely a portal or more than one portal on the property. And to me, that means that spirits are able to travel through these at, at their own will. And, um, you know, at a location... I say this. At a location like that, when evil acts take place, 
that draws in um, demonic activity. When something evil happens, say abuse, um, kidnapping, whatever, I that draws in negative energy, negative energy, and then they will. Um, let's say it. So, as humans, if we do evil acts, that can breed negative, demonic energy, and I, 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 I. I believe that that is what happened here. I think that evil acts happened here, and then I think that that bred some type of um, demonic activity, and I feel like it just kept feeding on it, feeding on it, feeding on it, and then just, yeah. So I believe that is what is there now, but um, honestly, I'm, <laughs> so I am supposed to go to the house overnight tomorrow for an overnight. Yes, me. <laughs> Crazy, right? I'm supposed to go there. I'm supposed to be there from, like, 1 p.m. So next morning. What do you mean, what's that noise? Hey, Jackie. Hey, Justin. Very active place. You guys should check it out. So um, the Facebook website is um, the Hinsdale House Restoration Project on Facebook. If you're not already following it. And then, um, like I said, Dan's website is danielclass.com. I'm sure you're hearing noises over here. Like, literally, spirits do not like me talking about their business. (laughs) They get pissed off at me. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, All right, so that's the history of the place. Okay. So I said that. So I said that um, I felt like the property was, like the home was built upon Native American burial ground. I believe that because as a medium, I have gone to the house before and I have been standing by the home and I looked out onto the property line and I saw a line of Native American Indians guarding the property and listen um this is a home where full-blown apparition apparitions have been seen multiple times so i'm just going to get into my experiences and yes i have seen native american dressed like they would be lined up as if they were protecting the land um what else have i seen there i well, like I said, I saw when I was 18, I saw like a like a 12-foot-tall black shadow. I haven't seen that since, but um, I have friends who have been to the home and I've seen um, black hooded figures um, in the home, which I believe. So um, I said this in another podcast. I um, maybe it was like three times ago, I was going to the house by myself to investigate a case um, of a girl that had been abused there and held captive and um <clears throat> sorry guys I'm literally hearing stuff <laughs> I'm spooked and if anyone wants to know by the way Annie I am fully prepared with all my trigger objects 
and all my crosses. I am going there tomorrow. I made these fully prayed up, and we're buying some more sage from the Hinsdale House tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm going to be doing, like, a full cleansing beforehand, during at some point, and then on the way home that nothing can follow us home. But, um, yeah, so, all right, so let's get, all right, so... What are my best and worst experiences at the home? And I'll just say this first. Um, Not, you know, there are people who go there, and I think it's like any other haunted place. Like, the spirits will show themselves to you when they want to. It's not on your agenda. It's on theirs. So, like, I mean, so I've gone there sometimes. Nothing has really happened. Um, I've gone there and I've seen ghosts. (laughs) I've gone there and, um, I've like literally been attacked. So, all right, let's go over my worst experience there. Or, no, let's go over my best one first because let's not focus on the negative. So, one of the members of the family who lived there in the 70s um, came to me knowing I was a psychic medium. And she'd come to me for a long time, and this she's the reason why I've been going to this house, okay? Um, I am a Christian. I If I'm going to go to these places, there's going to be a real, real reason for it. So the spirit came to me. And she said she needed help. And she was from the house. So I ended up going there a bunch. And I ended up trying to help her. And it took a long time. But it finally happened. And she crossed over. She went over to heaven. She was like me. When she was alive, her soul went through a lot of trauma. And she needed somebody to help her cross over. And she chose me. And... So that was the best moment that I've ever had there. And let me tell you, people have, like, life-changing spiritual experiences there. And the the negative energy that is there is not always there. So I'm just going to put it out there right now. The Hinsdale House is haunted, yes. Is there a negative energy there? Yes, it can be at times. Do I think it's there all the time? No. Do I think there are a lot of positive spirits there? Absolutely. But, so that was probably the best moment that I had there, was her saying that she could cross over. So then, so, One of the last times that I talked to this girl before I helped her cross over, um, I was doing, so I'm a Ouija board specialist. I do Ouija boards to to speak to spirits and get her done. (laughs) So I was in the living room of the Hinsdale house, the exorcism room where the exorcism took place. And I was doing a Ouija board. I was by myself. And, um, you know, I was confronting whatever negative energy was there. And I'm like, are you keeping spirits hostage here? Um, I'm here because I want to set one free. And this thing came through 
through the Ouija board and it was like, um, you're in my house. It was, it was swearing. Like it was mad. Like there was definitely some type of negative energy there. And I've already talked to the owner about it. He knows like it's there when it, when it, when it wants to be, but, um, it doesn't like what I do there. And it's tried to get me to like, um, um, denounce Christ and stuff and I'm like nah <laughs> you know what I mean like I'm a Christian sorry like <laughs> I would not go to the house I would not go to that house if I did not feel divinely good we'll just put it that way so anyway so yes I'm going there tomorrow night tomorrow from 1pm to Tuesday whenever we get tired of it that's Bring them on camera. I am really hoping hoping to be able to record um, us being there tomorrow night, but I honestly don't know because the, the um, service there is, I'm sorry, Dan, better <laughs> service. Like, my phone, like, dies. I'm just not even on my phone. I just, like, rec- record stuff. But um, let me just get into a couple more things about the house. So, hold on, guys. Okay. All right, fine. All right, let's just tackle it. There's a room in the home. It's called Mary's room. And I've been trying to avoid it because there's so much hype about the room that I'm just like, you know, let's just kind of leave it for last and stuff. But I've tried to tackle it myself, so... There is this room in this family home, farmhouse, that is supposedly a portal. And like I said, Lorraine Warren went in there and she got choked. Okay. I've done Ouija boards in there by myself. I've talked to spirits and stuff. Okay, okay, okay. On my birthday, July 12th of last year, I stayed overnight with um, John Griffin and Dieta Gossner. Dieta passed out. She was sleeping in the in the um, dandy bedroom, and John was investigating downstairs with his equipment. And I'm like, all right, I'm tired. Like, I'm gonna try to get some sleep. So, you know, in my oh, I'm tired. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just try to sleep in Mary's room. All okay. right, that didn't last long. So, <laughs> Dieta's out. She's She's sleeping, and I go lay on the bed in Mary's room, and I get choked the hell out. I got choked. I couldn't breathe. I got up. I went in Laura's old room. I went in the next room. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) No, it's weird. I always start coughing before I um, channel the spirit. Hold on a sec. I I tried to sleep in Laura's room. That didn't happen. I was too scared. So I ended up sleeping in the um, exorcism room. <laughs> in the living room, I slept in the exorcism room for, like, probably an hour. I cannot sleep there, but hopefully I'll be able to sleep there tomorrow. But, um, yeah, that room, I'm not um, – we, we, we will not be targeting it tomorrow. Um, 
after sleeping there or after experiencing um, the negativity, I have been humbled, and I'm just going to go there and try to help this other spirit cross over. And um, I'm just going to throw this out there. Let me see what time it is, 940. Okay. So there's a very famous story about a woman who was hung on the property. She was pregnant. Her name was Elizabeth, and um, she is supposedly said to haunt the property. Now, this woman has come to me. I have a lot more information about her, and I'm just asking if anybody from now, from past, to present have heard about this woman. Supposedly she's been seen in white dancing around the pond. I personally haven't seen that, but I have connected with her and she has told me that she was um, kidnapped and tortured on the property by a stagecoach route. She told me that um, that she lived in Olean and that she was traveling to meet her husband. She was pregnant. And um, the stagecoach brothers who were there, the murderous ones, um, kidnapped her and kept her there, and her her husband couldn't find her. So, Elizabeth, I do have a last name. Um, I will give it to anybody who can maybe give me some more information about her. Um, That is the case that I'm currently working on there. I do believe that her remains are um, buried under the home, but it's not that easy to dig stuff up, obviously. But um, so I'll be there tomorrow. Um, My advice for any future investigators. Be respectful. Stay humble. Stay safe. Have faith. And help keep the history of the place rich and alive. Um, I just want to say that the spirits there need their stories told and the history is amazing if you get into it. Um, thank you, Dan, seriously, for trusting me to talk about this place. It means a lot to me. Yes, I've had scary experiences there, but I've also had life-changing experiences there that um, that are going to stay with me for the rest of my life. Um so again, I am part of an amazing team. Um, Ghost Stories, Facts, and Fiction. Ghost Stories, Facts, and Fiction, or GSFF. I will tag them when I'm done on this and go follow them on Facebook. We're also on TikTok, uh, GSFF underscore paranormal. Um, let me think. Thank you, Ryan, with the freaking awesome paranormal team for giving me the opportunity to talk about this. Um, I love you guys. Let me see. Let me just see if there's anything left. Hold on. I wrote a ton of stuff down, guys. Thank you again, Dan. And again, his website. I have a ton of a, a ton of the Hinsdale merch. I need more. I have sweaters. I have hats. They have socks. They have what else they have? They even have Christmas ornaments for Christmas. That's amazing. But Daniel www.danielclass.com and oh again with um me um okay so um may of this year um me and my paranormal team 
and our paranormal team, Ghost Stories, Facts, and Fiction, we, are, we will be having a psychic fair in Whale Center, New York. And I'm going to start posting more about that. We're going to have a um, group meeting, and then that should be pretty cool. I think Dan's going to be there, too, and maybe even Nick. Let's see. All right, let me just show you again, guys, if you have not already purchased. I have a bunch of notes written. This is from Paul Kenyon. It's called You Know They're Here. This is a book, again, by Paul Kenyon on the Hinsdale House. Um he is the only person who was there as much as the Dandy family were there in the 1970s. So there's a lot of info in here. Also, I got Dan's book, Hinsdale all my sticky notes, Hinsdale House, American Haunting, Dan's book, go find it on his website. And then um, Clara Dandy, the uh, mother who lived there in the 1970s, has a book as well. It's called um, Echoes of the Haunt. Echoes of a Haunting. <laughs> I have the book. I lent it to somebody, but they, like, never gave it back. But I have it on my um, phone. But uh, Clara Dandy, Echoes of a Haunting. And um, all right, guys. So, yeah, so I am going there tomorrow from 1 p.m. to pretty much the next day. So send me your prayers, y'all. And um, thank you guys for listening. Have a good night. Bye.